0: It's Tuesday, and welcome back to the How to Life podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Jaggett, and you picked a good show to listen to today. This is episode 89. Well, it wasn't planned, but we are continuing on with the theme of goal setting this month. So far, we've talked about getting unstuck. We've talked about making a plan, and today we are talking about optimizing your productivity. Yes, this is the part where we put that plan into action and declutter all the ideas and thoughts that are running around loose in our minds. This is about organizing and prioritizing all the things you want to do and need to do. Michael Bauman is here today to summarize this great system that allows you to get things done. If you have a whole bunch of things that you need to get done and you don't know how to start, this episode is going to bring you some great relief. How does that sound? Are you ready to learn? Let's do this. Hi, Michael. Thanks for joining me today on the How to Life podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. We have a great topic today. I don't think we've discussed this one, how to optimize your productivity, how to get it done. That was actually a question that someone emailed me. How do I even start? So we're going to be talking about that today. And before we do, will you please introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you and what you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I want to start telling a little bit about my, my backstory. A couple of years ago, I was basically working 10 hours a day trying to start my business. You know, We just had our first kid and I came home at the end of the day just Absolutely exhausted, and I basically thought to myself, "Like there has to be something different than this. Like this is not fun. It's not great, and I want to do something different." And Henry David Thoreau actually says, "The the massive men lead lives of quiet desperation," and I was just quietly desperate at that point. And so then fast forward, I actually live in China here. Me and my family have traveled all over the world and I coach entrepreneurs essentially to help them feel like they're enough and that they're not alone because I've been there. I've gone through that. It's not fun. um, And we all go through that at some point. I'm the CEO of Success Engineering and I have a podcast where I interview experts and leaders along those lines as well. You
0: are a peak performance coach now. Is that the correct title? Yep. <laughs> I like it. And would you say that optimizing productivity is a foundation for reaching one's goals in all areas of their lives?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would describe it as something that I call like a meta skill. So there's skills that we have in life that it doesn't matter what the input is on one end, they help you achieve a certain output on the other end. So things like productivity, right? You need to actually be able to know what you need to get done and know how to get it done. I mean, that's just foundational for achieving anything, but then they also have things like learning. Like if we could actually optimize how much we learn, how much we retain, and then how much we apply that's you know one of those meta skills. Habits is another one. Um, you know Things like happiness and all of those things are, are meta skills. So productivity is one of those and it is definitely very important.
0: We could do a podcast on every single one of those. We're yeah. going to talk about productivity today. There are many people that have lofty goals, visions, big dreams, and they're so excited when they start out and then fall short of that. What happens there? What makes people inefficient and not able to follow through?
1: So that's a great question. This comes down to, you know, kind of the the underlying ideas around behavioral change. So a lot of times we treat things like that, areas of like personal failure where we don't feel like we're doing enough, we treat it as like personal things, like they're very intrinsic or like I am lazy or I'm unproductive or whatever. And that's not necessarily the case. A lot of times it's a systems problem. So if you have a better system, then you can actually get more done. Um, So for instance, one of the first questions when you're looking at any behavior change is, how can I actually shape the environment to set me up for success? So productivity, one of the biggest things that keeps us from being productive is distractions in our environment. So it's a lack of focus paired with this kind of distraction full environment. And so if you can block out Specific periods of time—one hours, three hours, whatever it is—and just go. I will not allow any distractions in this time. You'd be surprised just that one thing how much more productive you could be.
0: So you had mentioned system. How does one start? How does one get things done?
1: There's a phenomenal system. I love systems. Um, there's a phenomenal system by a fellow by the name of David Allen, and he's one of the foremost experts on productivity. And he calls it "You're Getting Things Done" system. So he starts off with saying, basically in our brain, we have all of these, what's are called open loops. Anytime we make an agreement with ourselves, like even if it's a small thing, like, oh, I need to take out the trash. Some tiny part of our brain is trying to keep track of that. And that could be you know one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum was like, how do I negotiate this multimillion dollar deal? They're both taking up space. And he talks about, we need to take all of that stuff in our brain and put it in the external system. To basically clear up that mental space. And what this allows you to do is, even when you turn off at the weekend, you can actually turn off because you know you have this airtight, foolproof system where all of this stuff is categorized. So I'm gonna run through this system and then I'm gonna say, you know, because it's a lot, I'm gonna give you just a couple things that if you only do these couple things, it would still help. So we have all this stuff in our brain. And what you need to do is you need to gather all of that stuff. So ideally, setting aside like three hours or, you know, six hours or a couple of days, and I know it's hard to do, but you got to think of that end result going like, how will I feel if I actually have, you know, freedom and clarity in my mind, you set aside it and you just try to gather every single thing from your brain and from your physical surroundings that doesn't belong. So you start with your desk and you go, okay, oh, I, need, I need to organize these little pencils over here. I need to do such and such and such and such. So you gather everything in your physical environment. You go around your, your room, your office, your drawers, You know, on the walls. Do you need to hang up paintings? You go into the kitchen. You know, What do you need to do? You, you're basically creating this ultimate list of everything that doesn't belong or has a certain action tied to it. And then you do the same thing with your mental space what projects do i need to get done what errands do i need to run what to do you know lists do i need to have when do i need to file my taxes and you'll actually be surprised at how much stuff you try to keep track of in your brain so you take all of this and you know when you're finished with that section when there's nothing else kind of on your mind rattling around in your head and at this point it's really important to talk about not getting overwhelmed right now cuz now you have this pile of sometimes literally tangible stuff or it's just papers with notes on them oh my goodness. It's so easy to get overwhelmed and just quit at this point. So then what you need to do is you need to categorize all of these items. And it's important also to go just from the top of this pile all the way down to the bottom. So you might see something that's like, oh, well, that's easy to do. I can just do that right now. But you need to handle each of these things one at a time or else you'll... Just kind of delegate the things that are harder for later, and you may not end up getting to it.
0: Right. So this is the capture portion. This is where you're basically kind of making a to-do list. Is it okay to say a to-do list?
1: I would say a project list. You basically have an inbox, and this is where everything goes, everything that you need to get done or that doesn't belong. That's the capture phase. And so then you have this clarify and organize essentially phase. So you ask the question, what is this item? Like what would done mean in reference to whatever this item that I've put in my inbox? And is there a next action tied to it? So basically ask, is it actionable? Does it have an action on it? So let's say it doesn't have an action on it immediately. There's three sections that you put into. One would be trash. Then you have a someday maybe category. So it's anything that it may have an action to it, but it's not immediate. So this is a list of reminders that are not actions right now. Then the other section of this is a reference section. This is ideally an A to Z list of all of the categories that you need to reference quickly. And anything that comes in, you file it into this reference if you don't want to do it right now. So to sum that up, if there's no action around it, you have a trash folder, someday maybe and a reference, just A to Z, everything that you've categorized in there that you need to reference at some point in the future, then if there is an action tied to it, the next question is, will this take less than two minutes? And this is one of the things that if you forget everything from this episode, just implementing this, he calls it, David Allen calls it the two minute rule, will totally revolutionize a lot of your productivity. So if it takes less than two minutes, you need to do it right now kind of a caveat to that is this is during an input kind of phase. So I wouldn't say like, oh, an email comes in and look, I was getting something done over here, but now an email came in and it takes less than two minutes. Here we go. Right. You want to make sure you have that blocked time where you're, you have your priorities in there. So doesn't have an action. Will it take less than two minutes? If it does, then you do it right now. So the two minute rule, if it doesn't, if it has multiple steps, you put this into a project's category. And then you list out every single one of the steps that you would need to take to get that project completed. So you have this project section and project plans. If it has actions, but there's more than one associated with it. If it doesn't have multiple steps, there's two ways you can handle it. You can delegate it to somebody else. And this goes into your waiting for category. All of that stuff, you keep track in here. Again, it just gets it out of your brain. You know what it is, when you ask for it, when it's due. Or you can defer it. It takes more than two minutes. You have two sections once you defer it. Your calendar and your next actions. David Allen talks about the calendar a little bit different than a lot of other productivity people. He says, do not put anything on your calendar. That is not actually due that day. Then this is where the system gets really incredible. You are classifying the next actions based on context and location, the time you have available and the energy you have available. So nine or 10 categories that are good things to have. You might have the calls you need to make. So you just have a category that says calls and you have ideally their name and their phone number attached to it. Because if you don't have their phone number, then there's still something in your brain going, oh, I need to figure out this person's phone number. So their name, their phone number, why you want to call them. Same with e- emails. You can have you know emails that you need to write, the topic, maybe their email address. Social media, if, if you have that as well, you can have it just categorized. I need to respond to this person on Facebook, this person you know, on Instagram, whatever it is. Then you have a section for computer online. So Things that you need your computer for and you need to be online for. Then you have computer offline. So, you know, okay, if I have my computer, but I don't have access to internet, I have a list of every single item I could still get done. Things that you can do at home, things that you need to do at the office, errands you need to run, things that you can read, review, or watch. So we've all had it. Maybe it's an email that comes in and we go, That's fascinating. I want to I look at it, but I don't have time to do it now. You take that URL, you take that link, and you put it in this category. And then agendas. So every single person that's important in your life, you have a list of, these are all the things that I want to tell them the next time I see them. And then what you do is you implement a daily review. Every day you look at your calendar. What are those things that you need to get done? Your next actions. Let's glance through those. What are these priorities that I need to have? Maybe you can reference your projects and you're waiting for, and then every week, ideally you put in a weekly review. So this is an hour or two hours, ideally on Friday, where you get kind of clean, you get current. So you collect your inbox again, categorize it. Does it have actions? Can I do it immediately? Put it in its little categories. And then at the end of the week, you literally have the next week. I know exactly what I need to be doing. I know what I need to do on every single day. And that's kind of the full system. I know it's a lot. But we'll actually send over, I sent over to Dr. Laura um, a little PDF on it. So you can just see the whole flow chart of what this looks like.
0: Like a funnel. Where do you keep all this information? It seems like more than just writing it down on a piece of paper.
1: There's two ways. You can either have physical things. Some people prefer to just have file cabinets of this stuff. Or you have your daily planner. Um, I prefer to do it online. So I basically use OneNote and I have my reference lists, I have my project lists, and then I use you know any of your other kind of productivity apps or just your reminders in your phone, your notes app, things app. Um, then that's where I have all of my next actions. I pull it up. I look at my agendas. I look at my computer online. What do I need to do? And that allows me to essentially be productive.
0: So what I have found is things seem more overwhelming when they're trapped in your head. And when you just start listing everything that you know you need to get done. At the end, you look at the paper and it's just a finite number, which personally makes me feel better. I'm like, oh, that's it? Okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was.
1: That's exactly what I would say. You want to pick the smallest little spot where you can start. If you're already overwhelmed and everything's already crazy, just see if you can sit down and make a list of all of the projects, the things in your mind and just start there. It's incredible the feeling. You just wrote it down you're like, That's it.
0: I know that is a huge relief to see that it is not a never ending list that you have to do. Then you can just look at it, pick the easiest things because it's always best to get some momentum with the easiest stuff and then start taking them off. I personally like writing things down on paper. I also use my reminders app. I have a grocery list on there. I have a to-do list on there. I have a reminders. And as I'm going through the day, if something pops into my head, I can just take out my phone and just put it in one of those categories. That has also been very, very helpful. So when I go to the grocery store and I look at the grocery list, I mean, I've probably forgotten at least five things on that list had I not written it down.
1: And that's a really important part about any system you you implement. It has to be something that you have access to very easily so if it's on your phone obviously that's really easily so then it goes from your brain to your your external system on your phone or a notepad that you carry around if, if you do that but otherwise it just gets lost in the nebulous like all the stuff we need to do this is something that I I implement personally and it's just crazy to me the the before and after and I'm not perfect right you know we all have just get overwhelmed and there's days and weeks where we're like man I just got owned. You know, I have two kids. I have a four-year-old and a a one and a half-year-old. And the ability at the end of the week to shut down from work and go, my brain is clear, or even you know on a day-to-day basis, that little thing. If you put in five minutes at the start of your day, at the end of the day, just go, what are the what are the things that I need to be doing tomorrow? And you list it, and then you shut it down. Okay, now I can be present with my kids, and so that's been huge for me.
0: Yeah. And what's more, one step, yes, you're present with your family. Then when you turn it back on again, the next morning, you have written it down. So you don't have to search your brain for what do I need to do right now? It just saves time and makes you feel better because you feel like you're in control of your life. Absolutely. How can we find you, Michael? How can we find out more about you and see everything you have to offer?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one thing, If you are interested in the system, check out David Allen's Getting Things Done book. It's phenomenal. I have a website called successengineering.org, and you can check out my podcast, also called Success Engineering. Um, I interview very successful people, uh, multimillionaire CEOs that have incredible tips and insights about how to optimize your life. So you can check out the podcast, check out the website. I have free resources and things about how you can define your success as well, but just start with one thing.
0: And I would suggest surrounding yourself with the people, the books, the ideas, the groups who have the same mindset that you want to have so that you can kind of latch on to their momentum and then own it yourself.
1: Yeah. Like Dr. Laura.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Michael. Michael, thank you very much for coming on. I really appreciate everything you had to say. It was so helpful.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Getting organized is one of the best things you can do to decrease your stress levels. And who doesn't want to do that? The book Michael mentioned is called Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by David Allen. I will link that in the show notes along with the PDF flowchart that Michael mentioned to help you get a visual on how the system works. Take a look at that flowchart because it's really good to have a visual picture of the system and it's also very cool to look at. If you found this information intriguing, I recommend listening to episode 73, which is about a capsule wardrobe. A capsule wardrobe is all about organizing your clothing. I realize now that Melissa Niacato was describing this system exactly when talking about how to declutter and organize your clothing. It's just more information about how to put a system in place to simplify your life. But wait, there's more. I also have a -a mominar called How to Get Started on any project. And I would also say, have a listen to episode 24, Focus, Follow-Through, and Finish. ADHD is not an excuse to not get things done. Therapist and coach Diane Wingert, who has ADHD herself, talks about how to complete that goal that you want to reach. All of this great information, plus all the contact information from Michael Bauman, will be in the show notes at howtolife.com slash 089. I would love to hear from you. I want to hear your thoughts and suggestions about what adulting information you would like to know. You can contact me on my website, howtolife.com. And while you're there, take a look around at all of the content that I've put out so far and sign up for some mom motivation. Mom motivation is a little boost when you just need a hug. I'll send you a daily message of encouragement and remind you how awesome you are. Everyone needs a hug once in a while and everyone deserves it. Thank you for listening today and thank you for all your support. If you're loving this show, please hit the five-star rating button on your podcast platform before you sign off. I'll be back next time with more great information about life situations, adulting skills, and how to approach both with knowledge and grace. It's a journey and it's a practice and you are constantly perfecting and fine tuning. So don't worry, you're doing just fine. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. You got this.